Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Discomfort Bubble. Um, this episode is coming in an interesting time. Um, we were witnessing some protests in the United States regarding the Black uh, Lives Matter movements. And um, I certainly hope um, the Black community in the United States and all over the world get their rights and get treated equally, just like anybody else because that's a right of them, of theirs, and I hope they get that treatment, whether by the police or by anyone else. And it's totally unacceptable to still have black people being discriminated against in this day and age. It should never be allowed, and what's happening is unacceptable. So I do truly hope that we get some outcome, positive outcome out of, out of what's going on. So, yeah, that was just a message because we do want to be coping with what's going on. And, um, and yeah, get on with the episode then. So, um, welcome to the fourth episode after that um, short um, monologue that I had to do regarding the um, what's going on like in the United States. Um, yeah, I just want to now get on with the episode and just like talk a bit about... This is kind of a follow-up regarding my episode about Japan. And... So I'm just going to be talking basically about five, uh, so it's the top five things to be aware of when visiting Japan. I just hastily, you know, um, collected five main things that I think are important, whether you're visiting for business or like as a tourist, you um, preferably would want to be um, aware of these things before you land in Japan. So, so supposedly you're going to Tokyo, yeah? So if you're coming for the first time, um, one of the things, well, number one, is something I talked about in the last episode about Japan, which is manners. So generally in Japan, you need to be respectful. Well, you should always be respectful, but in Japan specifically, the culture is all about respect and is all about um being uh, treating others like you would want to be treated that's a massive fault so for example i mentioned i think before that you need to be calm and and uh, generally speaking in a very very low voice when being in the train or the subway or the bus or any means of public transport um another one is that you shouldn't be walking when you're eating or drinking for that matter so you'd notice one of the things that you'd notice when being in Tokyo is you would very rarely see people walking and eating at the same time. You might see them walking and carrying food, but you wouldn't see them actually in the in the act of eating while walking, because that's generally regarded as a disrespectful thing to do in Japan. 
So what people usually do when they're like in a hurry to go to somewhere to somewhere or like a certain destination, what they usually do is they pick a corner of a building and they just like stand there and just, just like consume their drink or eat whatever they're eating and um, and then carry on walking. So that was a very strange thing to notice. Um, it's definitely, um, I, I would say something probably unique to Japan or the Asian culture. And um, yeah, that's one of the main things as well. And another thing is, most people would probably know about this, the, the Japanese bow. So people in Japan um, use bowing, bowing as like a, a main um, method of like saluting others or like greeting other, each other. So generally hand like giving handshakes is frowned upon you know especially now with the whole virus situation that's going on and all, all over the world that's been even highlighted even more outside of japan but just for, just so you know that's been going on in japan forever like the bowing thing even when i visited there um of course you'd notice that but sometimes you'd be surprised with your instincts, you try to like reach for handshakes and then like you'd forget that you're in Japan. Um, it happened to me once in China, not in Japan, funny enough, but like in Japan, people generally know that bowing is like the thing to do. Right, so that's item number one. That's the first thing that you should be aware of. Second thing is actually the lack of English. Now, people wouldn't understand how come how come japan is such a modernized country such an advanced country such a westernized country and yet they hear sometimes that oh they don't speak english that much well it is actually true in japan english is rarely spoken like extremely rarely spoken um to the point that you'd get lucky if you find like some broken English being spoken. Um, there are certain exceptions to certain touristy spots in Tokyo, but generally um, Japanese people, how, what I felt is if they do avoid to speak English, sometimes it's of, out of embarrassment to sound bad, or like to practice bad English, because in their eyes, they would want to be perfect before speaking to you. So that's something that was very interesting that I noticed is like, I'm not sure, I'm entirely sure that English taught in Japan is not that bad. It's like it's taught with certain standards, of course, but it remains the thing that um, people generally don't speak it back to tourists um, unless they do know certain good level of english so please be, be be very aware that english is really spoken in japan and i would advise you to if you're willing to like um journey outside of your uh, typical touristy spots um you would actually be surprised that even in the touristy spots it's, it's rare for them to speak english so in certain areas so what I would advise you to do is to try to learn the basic Japanese sentences, you know, like obviously arigato, um, konnichiwa, sumimasen, they mean like um, hi and like thank you, uh, uh, sorry, you know, um, 
So konnichiwa, which means like good afternoon or hello. If you meet, if you learn those or and try to learn like how you can say I'm not very fluent in Japanese and stuff like that, it might help you help your experience. But uh, be aware that they don't speak that much of English. You shouldn't have trouble if you're with an agency, but if you're alone, you might get some tricky um, situations. Third thing is subway. If you want to get across Japan, subway is going to be your your hero. It's going to like take you virtually everywhere. There are like stops uh, of the of the subway, probably like five minutes walk for, uh, away from each other uh, at best, you know, five or ten minutes walk, which is not that bad. So be aware that the best thing you could do is get a PASMO card, which is a card that you can uh, keep charging, recharging, recharging with uh, Japanese yen, which is the currency, and you can get all over Japan, basically, all over Tokyo. Uh, I mean, all over Tokyo, sorry. I've been saying Japan. So you could get around all over around Tokyo um, with that PASMO card. And it's going to make your life much easier um, because you can obviously keep recharging it. And I still have mine, actually, from my last trip, which was like a couple of years ago, I think, or a year and a half. So definitely invest in a PASMO card if you're in Tokyo and you want to, like, get around. Um, yeah. So the fourth thing which you should be aware of is like rubbish bins in Japan are generally not a thing. Um, ever since there was like, especially ever since there was like a, a terrorist a terrorist attack in Tokyo by it uh, by an organization which was deemed terrorist in in Japan. Um, it was like a sarin gas, a poisonous gas attack, which was very unfortunate in in uh, the subway in japan and ever since that incident japanese uh, government was very very um conscious and very very protective of the people and it, it's been putting a lot of efforts to protect its citizens and one of those efforts was apparently taking away all the rubbish bins and what that meant is uh, you'd have to be carrying your rubbish when you're walking around and then like after you come back to your hotel or your home, you dispose of it. So finding like uh, a lot of rubbish, rubbish bands around and be uh, like uh, other countries is generally a non-existent thing in Japan. Um, you might find a few ones in certain areas, but it's extremely rare. So be aware of that. And last thing is cash. Japanese society is still a cash society. It's not like mainland China, which is like cashless. In Japan, it's a cash society, so everything is done through cash. Wherever you are, you is, you are going to need cash. And a card might not be that helpful uh, if you carry it around. So make sure before coming, before leaving the airport, when you land in Tokyo, whether in Haneda or in Naruda, I think the other airport is called, or Narita, Narita airports. Yeah, before you leave the airport, make sure you um, convert your currency. So definitely bring a cash with you on your flight and then convert it in, in the airport if you want. And that will make your life much easier. Yeah, guys, those are the five top things that you should be aware of before coming to Japan. I hope you found this helpful or interesting. And I'll see you in the next episode. See ya.